goes with the most poltergeist. We're talking about an ancient figure that struck fear so much over one family that they had sex with each other. Incest, breasts, tongue and bung. Man, about three-fourths of that is true, but we're going to get to the bottom of some spooky bullshit with an ancient figure that hung themselves and came back to life in a dank English town. Tonight on Death Metal... Welcome to this bullshit. We're talking about the Black Monk of Pontefract. Mm-hmm. I nailed it. I knew I was going to say it wrong, but I fucking said it right. That's what you, you get. Did, man. Yes, here's the thing, man. First of all, America talks the right way. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And if you're like, oh, yeah, Pontefract, it's wrong, fundamentally. Yeah. I, have you ever just listened to Ozzy talk in an interview? What the fuck is he really I saying? I think it's fake. You know? I think he puts on. I also heard that Ozzy, I don't, I shouldn't say I heard, I know for a fact, you may not know this shit, but he has somebody that sings for him on the side of the stage. So it still has the live effect. You know for a fact. A hundred percent. Ozzy okay. does not sing live. He does, so he can do the talking and shit, but there's somebody on straight up the side of the stage that sings his parts. So it's like live, but it's not him. All right. I'm not going to debate it because I... No, he's I mean, fucked. You know he's not. You like know he, he can't sings. Sing. He can't be moving around. Nah, it sounds yeah. way too good. Like I heard somebody... I saw a Black Sabbath thing on the last tour they played where they're playing Changes and it's perfect. Yeah. No, that guy is not going... And then... Big huge dicks go like no it's not happening you just can't do it it's like when I go waiting up fat asses <laughs> it's like when i saw guns and roses live which was only because i got free tickets from a radio dj didn't i know sturgill open that show yeah but i didn't see that you didn't because i don't like that shit are you not man yeah fight me i like that shit. And it's whack i mean I, whatever yeah, um. i like it <laughs> Uh, I could see like the there was a time period where he was like just doing a certain thing that it could have been okay, but then he just added horns. Mm-hmm. Like that's why. How, let me ask you this question: As far as that alt country shit goes, yeah, yeah. How come they can't not add horns and shit? I don't know. That's where it fucking. It up sounds for me. like Kid Rock. I don't like that new album. Yo, that dude shit. I like uh, a couple songs, but not many. That dude shit, and also Lucero. They, I can't. they're from here. Well, they do, yo. Hey, the first uh, Tennessee was a good ass record. However, after that, what do they do? They went and got horns and accordions and yeah. all types of shit. You know who sounds just like that? Present day Kid Rock. That's what he sounds like right now. All right, I, I will, the same type of alt country. I'll back the fuck the, out the of horns. <laughs> I would look if I wanted to listen to some country with tubas and accordions and clarinets and shit like that. Uh, Jane, like fake James Brown white yeah. guys. If you give me a choice between the guy from Lucero, uh-huh. who I have met several times, has been to some of my shows, very nice to me, giving me cocaine. I shouldn't have said that on the podcast. Okay. Uh, and Kid Rock, I'm fucking going with Kid Rock. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like, who's the coolest? Not the guy that gave you the devil's dandruff. <laughs> well, he's cool as fuck, but Kid Rock's cooler for sure. No. Yes. It's Kid Rock. Now, the story, maybe you shouldn't tell us right now, but this whole story about you fucking kicking up the old feet on the table playing American Badass. Yeah. Great. 
Yeah, it's not for now. It's not for now, but that's a good time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so look, we're talking about the Black Monk of Pontefract. Uh, now, here's the deal. If you don't know what it is, it's, it's, it's the most violent poltergeist in recorded history. All those words that I just said could be total bullshit. Could they? They could. You if know, you're a non-believer. Well, you know how I am about the paranormal. Non, yes, There's not a bigger skeptic. Yeah. Uh, I've seen some shit. I want to believe big time. Okay. I would love to, the devil and ghosts to come along and jack us all off and show me some evil shit. Very cool. I feel like because I want it to happen so bad, it does not. I mean, that's your problem. You got to be... You gotta be a believer for it to happen. That's the thing with the occult, man. Well, shit works if you believe it. But is that not a scam? I get. I mean, for some, <laughs> I don't know, man. You gotta believe it. Well, here's the thing, man. I want to. I want it to happen to me. Not I want enough, some not enough to shit. do it. I want some spooky shit yeah. to come into my life. You know, I want to wake up in the middle of the night and see a face that's not attached to anything, fucking smiling back at me. Trying to spook me out, and then when I say "What the fuck are you doing?" it just shakes my whole house and shit. I'm trying to see that, yeah. but I feel like if you want it, you ain't gonna get it. You know what I mean? If you want it, you're not gonna get it. Yeah, it's always it, it's hauntings and shit in the first place always happen to people that are unsuspecting family people, mm-hmm. and they're just trying to live a normal life, and then all of a sudden, some fucking thing shows up and starts busting all their shit up. Fucking making their kid mean as hell. You know what I mean? Next time you go to the hospital, grab one of them crucifixes out of the room and put it up in there. That's what's gonna. Ha- that's when it's going to happen. Man, no way. It's going to be so mad. <laughs> the crucifixes? Yeah, it's like, this bullshit. <laughs> and it's going to flip it the fuck upside down. And all Hard. of a sudden, you're going to hear. <laughs> and then you're going to go, oh, fuck. You check the refrigerator. There will be no food. No salami for Tommy. <laughs> And then you're going to be like, what the fuck? I can't make no sandwiches. And you're going to go in your room and your wife is going to be up in there spinning the fuck around. Tight. God damn it. I would be the hardest I've ever she can been. Get her, man, like her leg's broken, but she could get around good if she had a demon. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Injuries don't matter when there's a demon. Man, that's what I need. It's like I've taken, you know, I've taken acid before and mm-hmm. done some physical shit like go on a hike. Yep. And you don't feel your body. That's because that's a devil. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You get fucking superpowers. You get hard as fuck and you just keep going. You know what I mean? Like, If you take a psychedelic, let's say you want to go on a 30 mile hike. Yeah. If you heard that right now, you would say, uh, there's no fucking way I could do that. And also, fuck that. It's too hard. Well, there's a reason. But I'm- if you took a cool four hits of LSD, yeah. yo, you could hike 89 miles and you would never even notice. You would get, you would finish and get back at your car there's a- and be like, yo, when are we about to hit this hike? Well, I could tell you, there's a reason why I'm on the spectrum. It's because I took four hits up the rectum. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, man. I plugged some LSD one time, boy, and I fucking went. When was that? <laughs> I was at my old house, man, with Brian Webb. Oh, and I said, you man, asked it? Yeah, man. I said, hey, I wonder what happened if I just shove it up my ass. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, I wouldn't do that. And then I did. And yeah, then of course. We were outside listening sure. to music and some fucking dogs barking. I'm like, dog, shut the fuck up. It. <laughs> and it goddamn didn't went inside. Oh, no, baby. I controlled its mind, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, before we go too far away, <laughs> let's at least bring this in. So th- there, a very interesting history about uh, what Pontefract is in general. It was a castle. It was the gnarliest castle in England at the time. 
You know, when there was, uh, like, an evolution in war, like, they started to get projectile weapons, uh, catapults turned into cannons, crude versions of cannons, you know, you would pack it with gunpowder and make an explosion in the back. And the explosion, you would make in a thick metal, and you would have it to where, when it happened, the only thing that could happen, because the metal was so thick, it would be a small opening and it would shoot a projectile out of it. If there was no projectile, it would just shoot the energy of the explosion out. That's how they make cannons. It's not, it's like a Roman candle. It's not too complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in England, they were able to like learn from Japanese and bring the technology over. Chinese. Whatever, man. Chinese have been to that shit. You sure? Yeah, just because everybody's got like that one weird look to their face, you don't just. I'm not trying to say it like that, man. I just know that there's motherfuckers out there that are making explosives. Anyway, look, Chinese. The so you know I like I'm every time I fuck up some history on here, people Mm -hmm. come out of the woodwork. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, And very possible this would happen. So there, you had this group called the Parliamentarians, which, from what I understand, Parliamentarians were like a democracy. They were they were ruled at the time by King Charles II. So what you have is a monarchy. And what's weird about England too is they still essentially have a monarchy. Like that same line is still going. You have the fucking Queen Elizabeth still alive, but they don't do shit. It's like an ornamental thing. Mm-hmm. Parliament makes a law. You elect people to parliament like we do Congress and all that shit, which I don't, of course, believe in. It's man, all you know what's fucking shit. weird to me, man, is the same queen has been queen since like the fucking... 70s, and she's still around. Yeah. That's wild as tits, man. She's a lizard. For fucking sure. Definitely. Jewish lizards. <laughs> Pave my way. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why Jewish, man? She's English. <laughs> God damn it, man. We were fucking 20 minutes in, and we're talking about Jew lizards. I don't know. <laughs> Not even fucking made it into the meat of the story we're being fucking spooky conspiracy races look <laughs> uh, so the parliamentarians are essentially trying to overturn democracy now the thing with King Charles II and most kings in general is that they thought literally that because of their bloodline being king was a divine right God himself decided this is your family this is who's in charge because I decided this, you will remain in charge. So when somebody came along and said, hey, man, look, did you know that everyone involved in this country could decide the law instead of you? He said, no, because the law that I decide is directly from God. Meanwhile, his fucking kids, Mm. which is regular I love God shit anyway. However, parliamentarians want to overthrow him. But this is lineage this is generations of monarchy generations of rule generations of unlimited wealth who have built some very strong castles that can withstand anything cannons catapults men fires man what was that there's only one board game i liked when i was a kid and it had a fucking castle no it it had a goddamn castle with catapults that you could fucking Oh, man. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, but I don't know what the fuck man, it's called. I, I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> hours playing yeah. that shit. Like, hey, man, how do I blow this the <laughs> fuck away, man? But, yo, so uh, Pontefract Castle is one of the strongest, if not the strongest, castle 
in England at the time. It's located in Wales. It couldn't be penetrated. In 1645, the parliamentarians tried to take the castle down. This is where King Charles II was physically at at the time. They had all their troops gathered around trying to surprise storm the castle. They fired 1,367 cannonballs at it. And all that they did with all that time, and you got to think about how long it takes to load a fucking cannon and shoot it. That's probably a week. And all that they did is knock down one small tower that was attached to the castle with nobody in it. No fatalities, nothing happened. However, all the people inside the castle were vastly outnumbered by the outside, so they couldn't escape. Uh, and so what they did, parliamentarians decided to do is we'll starve them out. We're here. We've got enough supplies to be here for as long as we need to. Uh, we can't break the castle, but at some point they're going to need to come out. And when they try to come out, we're going to go in. That seems like a smart plan until there's still supporters of King Charles II out there who finally get word, which was probably like a pigeon or some dumb shit. You know what I mean? There's no AOL instant messenger. Mm -hmm. There's no hotmail. However, they get a message to the outside world. They ran up on them. So, uh, Equal number of troops. Then this is called the Battle of Checkerfield. Equal number of troops run from the backside. Surprise attack. Mm. The Parliamentarians' army. Man. As they clash. The old backside. Then, then once they get a couple fingers in that part, yep. then the full assault comes from the castle now, drops their gates and charges. So they're sandwiched in between. The parliamentarians get their fucking ass kicked in the Man. Battle of Checkerfield. They all die or have to bail. It's like Conor McGregor. It seemed like you were doing great. You yep. were real hard. Boy. You're out front talking shit. And then you're getting choked. And then all fucked. of a sudden, some fucking hard shit. Uh, someone that is a way better fighter than you came along. And don't give a fuck. Bursted your bubble. Man, he choke fucked that boy. Oh, my God. So <laughs> he just did, got sailed away. Uh, and then, you know... Years passed, two years to be exact, 1647, there was a third siege on Pontefract Castle, which again, now this is the last stronghold of King Charles II. This is where all his supporters are, where he is. He still rules the country because he has not been overthrown, except the general population accepts that the parliamentarians are a better way of government. So most people have chosen to follow this, even though their acting king still alive, still technically in charge. The third siege, after they're already essentially in charge of England, they took down Pontefract Castle. Now, they're very proud of this because it was a hard feat. Unfortunately for them, who wanted to come along and change the law to where everyone has their own voice, they can vote, they can petition, they can decide what laws are passed... What do the locals do but petition to tear down Pontefract Castle? So they want it. They don't want to tear it down. However, they can't lie to people and say, we're going to represent you and then not do what they say. I mean, that's what you do in America now. Yeah. Like, that's the move. Here's everything I'm going to do if you vote for me. Well, we vote for them. And then they just say, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to get my dick sucked and play golf. You know what I mean? That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah it's a cool, that's a game. It's a cool job. That is the job. Yeah, it's tight. But 
At this time, political science had not evolved that far, and they had to listen to it. So they had to tear the castle down, which was much chagrin for everybody. Uh, Supposedly, at that time, when they were tearing the castle down, everyone involved in that noticed, you know, and in the 1600s, people are highly superstitious. They believe in everything supernatural. Like, that's the way the world is. Because Mm -hmm. you don't have technology to debunk anything. You for sure believe in God. You for sure believe in Satan. You definitely believe that demons will come and possess people and walk the earth. Cool. Documented at that time are several supernatural happenings as a result of tearing down the castle. Sweet. They reported in the 1600s the same figure over and over again. A black shadow that had no explanation. He would appear in times of fog. He would appear at night. Creepy. It's tight. That boy's a fucking... uh, Now, they did some digging into why that could be. He's an arch goat. The same property used to be Gluniac Priory. Priory is where monks live. It's like a... It's not a church, but it's where holy men go to dedicate their lives to the Lord and serve him forever in a group of men, which sounds like the worst thing ever. It was established in 1090... It's just a place where monks hang out, they farm, they make beer, they hang out, you know what I mean? It's just a dude's club. Yeah, they all fuck. Yeah, you gotta fuck. That's the thing. That's the problem. You start it's drinking basically the beer like you prison, make? right? You start drinking the beer you make. I mean, you know, you're making a fucking nice fine wine in the toilet. Yeah. And then you drink it and then you're like, hey, you know what? Your ass looks I mean, you don't have that much hair on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can imagine, you know. Yeah. So what I'll do is we'll slap up a old fucking drawing that uh <laughs> fucking <laughs> Constable noblest made and yeah. fucking wow, that's those are a nice pair of knocks. Under the Lord, I may not have sex with a woman, but I can sure fuck your buckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah you fuck each other. It feels yeah. good. You buckus, whatever you like. <laughs> I said buckus. That's stupid, man. Fuck us a buck. Shout out to Bucky Lassick. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he dead? No, nah, man. You sure? Not in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's got a fucking R.I.P. D.C. memorial shoe out there somewhere. Uh, so, one of the monks, no surprise, was a pedophile. Woo! Shocker. Wow. Catholic Church employee was mm. fucking kids. Uh, so, apparently he was a violent pedophile. He strangled a young girl. He was convicted of the crime. And what they did was they hung him in public. Mm. Bring mm. that back. Yeah, definitely. For kid toucher. Like, man. if you are a fight, like, I don't see, I just sound like Jeff Foxworthy for, if you, if you fuck children and you drink wine, you might be a Catholic priest. If you abstain from a successful marriage and put on a collar under the guise of being a man of God, you might be a pedophile. You could, I'm, I mean, I'm just going to put that out. I'm going to make a comment That's special and just go through everything that a priest does. Do you think you just get so horned up you got to fuck a kid or do you think nah, you just like kids? No, 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 no. I think that, I think that what happens is that, you know, we've talked about it several times. I've jacked off to a snowman before, but I would never jack off to a kid. <laughs> That's weird. Is that a fact? Yeah. <laughs> I got in trouble for it, actually. <laughs> I mean, how is there something every week that you say that I have to stop and be surprised about? 
<laughs> I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Let's hear it. You got how you got in trouble? Man, I lived in I lived off of a street called Westcliff Cove. All right. Before you hit Westcliff Cove, there's a street called Westcliff Terrace. That first house is right on the fucking main street. Yeah, right. The bus would pick me up, but there was yeah. a doctor's house and he had a cool fucking <laughs> snowman, and I fucking. There were nobody was home, so I went. What do you there. mean, cool? It was just cool, man. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> I fucking put a, you know, <laughs> I put a pair of fucking tits on it, man. And I was, like, I'm gonna beat you. Them. Put a pair of tits on <laughs> yeah, it. I just so he had an already established snowman that you thought was cool, and you just added the yeah, doctors to it, added tits to it, because <laughs> like I still got that fucking Showtime shit where it was all buzzy and yeah. like you couldn't see nothing. So you knew what a tit looked like, yeah, man, kind of. <laughs> so I put I put those little fucking bags on that fucking snowman and. Uh, and hell, I got that at an angle and fucking started jerking. Well, my dad comes up to the top to check the fucking mail. Yeah. And he goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, fuck. And like, you know, you get that old rod going. You can't fucking pull the fish in fast enough. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he, he saw the head of my dick tucked up underneath my fucking shit. But my pants were unzipped. So my balls were showing. Man, what? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you just had to tell me you were jerking off to a snowman. <laughs> he goes... Well, you look. He goes. He goes. What were you doing? And I was like, nothing. And he goes, you. He goes, did you put boobs on those on that snowman? And I go, God, damn I go, it. boobs is a hilarious word. I go, no. And he goes, you got your catfish showing. Because <laughs> you know, you know, funny you, is that I've heard him say catfish before. It's so funny. You know, your balls, like you know, it's like you pull up the dickhead. And you, it looks like a fish underneath. No, nah, I don't know that. Anyway, uh, think about it, brother. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, man, we're fucking this one up bad. Look, uh, <laughs> fuck all of them up. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's what the evil spirit is. Big surprise. You got a Catholic monk that is a fucking pedophile. Uh, you've got the devil in this house. Sweet. That is what a skeptic said. Now I got to tell you, like a lot of times when I do research, I go through various websites. Uh, I got to just give full credit to Colin Wilson. He's the author of the book, Poltergeist, a classic study in destructive hauntings. Um, the, the books is only about this. I don't know why he didn't just call it black among a pontefract or like, Poltergeist. I don't know why it says a study of. It's just this. Uh, I heard. I was looking for evidence about this. Um, for, there's a lot of fucking podcasts about this shit. Didn't listen to any of them because I don't care about any of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? But okay. uh, I was looking around on the internet, and it's like there there is information. There's a lot of like those ghost exploring shows that have gone to the site. Uh, it, it's like a. It's like a, not a low income housing complex. But it, the way that England was at the time in, in populated areas, they would have apartment living, but you would own the apartment. And the layout was weird. It would be like a full-size four-bedroom house, two levels. You'd have a downstairs and an upstairs. And then there would be one on top of it, one beside it, and then one on top of the one beside it. So they're like six levels high, but just four people living in the units. So it's like a big space. It's a duff, stupid shit ass architecture. Yeah. Uh, and the name of the fucking housing estates here, uh, were named after the battle checkerfield. So it was checkerfield estates. And th- th- there's a family, the Pritchard family, uh, they had moved in 1966. They brought it as a brand new house, 30 East drive. That is supposedly 300 feet 
from where the fucking monk was hung for strangling the young girl. Now, how do they know that? Because the Gluniac Priory had put in their latitude and longitude of exactly where it was. And they had layouts of what the Priory was. And they had documented where they hung this monk. So it's like assumed that it's him. There's no, you know, this is all not proof. Yeah. It's just what adds up. And as we get into the escalation of a poltergeist, um, I mean, we'll, we'll, I, we'll do the math for you. It adds up to this. But they know how it was laid out. So he was supposedly hung in a garden that they had in front of the front door, which is where they would do their disciplinary shit. Yeah. So they essentially mapped out that it was like 300 feet from where the Pritchard's apartment was, which is super unfortunate. And a lot of shit, uh, also on top of reading that book, is I just dove into a lot of haunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of different hauntings that happen, which I wasn't for sure aware of. I mean, I know that there's like poltergeists, and, and from what I knew was obviously the movie with Craig T. Nelson, when Coach is running around mm-hmm. with his family. But you know, a poltergeist is like a loud. No, they like play tricks, make noise. Yeah, they've never, on record, done grievous bodily harm. And what I mean by that, something that requires serious medical yeah. attention. Um, but it is one of the scarier things to deal with. It's Man, not like what's a, fucked up about that whole series. You know, there's three poltergeist movies, the original ones. Yeah, and the first one is rated PG. And there's a part where the dude hallucinates where his face is torn off. So, like, I go, I, I brought that to the shelter. I was like, ah, this is PG. They can totally watch this shit. And they got to that apartment. A couple of kids had, like, some serious shit going on. We're like, hey, can we turn this off? Because the guy's ripping his fucking eyes out. <laughs> and I was like, all right, man. So, he's, like, stop it or whatever. But, dude, I feel like the part two and part three are even more fucked up than yeah, the first part. Yeah, those are legit. Uh, you know, I I feel like we said, might have brought this up last week. I hate to tread over. I know. No, we didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. Shit, but dude, uh, that's the first scary thing I ever saw before. And I, I know I've talked about what a piece of shit my mom is. Yeah. And so, you know, she was like hooked on drugs and shit. And so she was in and out a lot. But when I was like three and four, like just seeing her was a big deal to me. I yeah. was excited as hell. Uh, and she, she had supposedly cleaned up. She was working at a fucking Shoney's. Tight. Yeah, she come, with the bear. Yeah, so was she? The, she was she the bear? She no, nah, she was a fucking some type of assistant manager or some shit. Uh, waitress. But she gave me a yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she she loaded she up gave the buffet. Me a, <laughs> a gave me a Shoney's bear that I'm certain she stole. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Um. But so yeah, she was like staying. And, you know, I was raised by my grandparents. So I lived with them. Yeah. They had built a fairly nice large house with the hopes that she would stay there. And so she got her shit together. They had built like a whole living area in a basement. So she's there. Same shit with my mom. And she, <laughs> yeah, I know. And she fucking uh, is on, like brings this dude over for a date. And like, I don't understand what any of that means or is, you know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to be around her, but they were, they were like, and I, you know, I'm like three or four. They were trying to tell me like, yo, stay in the other room. Like we're going to be doing adult shit. They were watching poltergeist. And I was like on my own, but you feel three or four. You can't be on your own for that long. No. And I walked out and it was the part where like the fucking tree is ripping through the house <laughs> oh, and shit. Yeah, and like the man. toys are coming out of the closet. 
And I just like opened the door and looked in there and saw that on the screen and stared at it for a second and was just like, uh, 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 uh. This is uh. what dating's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it scared the fuck out of me. And she was like, Dude. no, 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 no. Like, go back to bed. And that second one where that boy was fucking, fucking, uh, I got so scared just even saying it, man. <laughs> Where he's like braces wrap his ass, and then he just fucking gets sucked the fuck away, and then it's a goddamn religious fucking poltergeist, dude. I mean, it's just fucking scary, man. The whole th- the second part is scarier than the first part because that weird fucking religious guy is singing some weird Jesus ass song. Oh yeah, fuck that guy. It's so Those scary, teeth and man. Shit. He, he he his health deteriorated heavily. Yeah, man. Between those movies, he looked like shit. Let me tell you, <laughs> it's like not even makeup. He just looked. Fucked up. This world has dentists. The next world does not. <laughs> that, guy, <laughs> that guy made a lot they of go, cash. They go, fuck it, man. Disgusting. Throw in a couple kernels of corn, he'll be good. <laughs> and you're like, oh, man, crap. He can't even eat no F- Mr. Friskies. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> is, it, is it Friskers? That's the name of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that shit. Kit Kat food. That movie's fucking terrifying, man. Uh, all three of them are fucking scary as shit. Yeah. And when I saw them as a kid, I was like scared as fuck, but I was so intrigued about being scared, you know? Yeah. Of a movie, exactly. But but, yeah. it, but it fucked me up bad. Like I like being alone by myself. I and uh, we lived in the like the woods basically. So I would see shadows of trees laying in bed and be like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> these boys are about to break through the windows." I would fucking take all my toys and put them in. Uh, like when I was a little bit older, my mom like got hooked on drugs again and got the fuck out of there. She actually was a pedophile. Thinking back. What? Well, dude, the when she oh yeah when she left me in an apartment for three days, she was like, "I'm sure, let me do the math here because she had me when she was 16, so I was either three or four, so she was either 19 or 20, and she left town with a 15 year old kid, but the kid she was working at listen to this crazy shit she was working at a hotel. Uh-huh. The kid came to the hotel with his family, mm-hmm. and I guess her and the kid just did a bunch of coke and were fucking and shit. Oh god! And then in they, front of the parents, <laughs> I, I don't know. I doubt it, but uh, they Whew. just skipped town together. And the parents like called the cops. Like we don't know what happened to our son. That's some wild shit. That is wild, man. That's what I lived with. But then, you know, yeah. I they then my grandparents like made me go to the basement where she lived, which was scary enough. That's where I saw Boulder guys at. But they they had a room that was like storage on the other side of where she, where, where the room was, and it was unfinished. And so it was just like concrete and shells. It's the same shit, and man. A, yeah, I know. And like a water heater, dude. That's, it's so similar that's haunting, to what you man. had going on. And like a water heater. But it was like, but the difference between what you had and what I had is like the door to that was in my room. And like, uh, I would put all my toys in there, like shut the door because I was yeah. afraid of them. And what was fucked up is like, um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't sleep down there because when I closed the door to the utility room, they had. Um, you know those bags that like hold a suit? It's like a bag yeah. with a hanger. I there was one on the back of the door, so when I would close the door, it would smack the door and like swish back and forth. And I didn't know that that's what it was. I thought that there was something in there because every time I close it, I'm like bam, I'm like oh fuck, and like run up the stairs and go hide and shit and cry and fucking be like, I can't stay down there. There's something in the room, and it and, and I'm so it took me like three years to figure out that it was that bag. 
And then I was just like so mad and I fucking threw it like over the fucking into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> into the woods. Yeah, yeah. And then like it, later my grandpa was like, if it is a, where did my tuxedo go? It's I was like, uh, it's haunted. So Luckily I, <laughs> it's in a Ziploc fucking sandwich bag out the woods. It's fucking haunted. So I threw it out. <laughs> <laughs> it just fucking fills up, but it's like, I can't move my neck because I'm in a bag. <laughs> yeah. So. The Pritchard family, Joe and Jean, they're the parents. Their kids are Philip and Diane. Philip's 15 when this starts, and Diane is 12. The first experience that happened, again, look, when you're a kid, 15 to me is a kid. That's the same age that my mother would kidnap you on a cocaine binge and oh, take yeah. you to fuck you in a different state. Also. And leave her three-year-old locked in an apartment with a dog. Also, man, I used to have a chihuahua with my ex-wife. He used to be on grandma's dog. Yeah. It would never fucking listen to its name. His name was Sweepy. He would never come inside. One time I called him Mr. Pritchard. He came the fuck inside. I don't like that. I don't either. <laughs> so, uh, Chico. I, mean, I don't like that at all. If you just go, hey, <laughs> Mr. Pritchard. He will fucking <laughs> run inside. That's not. That's a terrible link to the story. That when we I get know. to the end of it, we're not going to sleep well. <laughs> oh, you know, first of all, fuck sweet pea. A. I love B, that dog, No, man. you don't. I love it. I cried, man. Uh, I would. There, there's a lot of things that I could say, but he I, hated you, man. Yeah, I know. He barked. That's the only dog that did. That's the <laughs> only dog I've ever been around that didn't like me. He just tried to protect my grandma <laughs> what from me. What was going on with that? He just loved my grandma, I've man. I've never. He tried to bite me all the time. Dogs my, love me. And then my grandma died, and then he I'm loved a dogsman. Me. Like when people, yeah. when people are like. You know, you know how if someone's got like a a, a big mean fucking dog, yeah. and they're like, "Man, I gotta warn you before you come. I gotta go inside and put my dog up because he's mean as fuck, and I don't know how he's gonna act." I'll always be like, "Nah, it's cool. Trust me." And they're like, "No, nah, we've had people over." I'm like, "Listen, man, yeah. you scratch his belly, man. I fucking exude confidence. It takes an hour. I've got a calming energy. Yeah, your dog's gonna be fine. We're gonna be fucking friends." And they're like, "No," and. This has happened, I'm sure, 20 times in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was like boning people that had dogs, and I would go in, and uh, the fucking dog would be wigging out, and I would just look at the fucking dog and like tell the dog that I'm calm, like I'm calm and I'm in charge. Yeah. And fucking dogs are just like they love it. They, love they it, get man. hot. Yeah, they want they you to just, scratch yeah, that belly. They, they, they roll over. That's nah. exactly what happens. They open that fucking belly up. Not Mr. Pritchard. Yeah, no, he didn't want any part of it. Man, he, he one time, mean as fuck. One time our neighbor was mowing the lawn, and he he does a shit where he puts his head up real high. Man, I kicked the fuck. I I don't think you know this. Uh, I'm gonna confess it to you. Right I mean, now. I've kicked that dog before. He's <laughs> Yo, mean. I kicked the fuck out of that dog. He's mean as shit. <laughs> <Yo>. Hey, <laughs> he, he was mowing. The, our neighbor was mowing the lawn one time, and he's barking at him, and I couldn't get him inside. And I was like, "Please, man, just come inside." And he wouldn't do it. I was like, "Mr. Pritchard," and he goes. <laughs> Turns around, he runs back inside, and he starts barking at me because he's like, "Hey, I was trying to help." He's you fucking out. haunted, dude. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. Well, one time, like, uh, first of all, I moved out of town a little bit for a yeah. while. Remember? Well, I mean, like an hour away. I hadn't been to your grandparents for a long time and went over for Christmas. I had never seen that fucking dog before. I had no idea it was even <laughs> he there. He just showed up, man. No idea it was even there. And so I come in. I see your dog that you've had forever, Cliff, that looks like a bath. Yeah, and. Uh, settle in and then I start walking to the bathroom which was right across from your grandparents room and then there's this fucking dog I've never seen before it's a little little dog but yo sprinted at me he's fucking me and and also when he sprinted (laughs) at me you know most dogs are like barking and fucking snarling and giving you a warning no 
He is coming. <laughs> and I thought he was coming to get pet because he's just running at me. And I reached down and he fucking snapped. He loves a big toe, Yo, man. He snapped so hard that I heard his teeth fucking. And I was like, what the fuck? And then he started barking and his hair standing up and shit. And I was like, hey, man, we're calm. This is my house. I'm in charge. It's no. cool. No, I couldn't even finish the sentence. He fucking jumped and bit my fucking foot and dog. And when I say I kicked him, I full blown again. Pow. Yeah. Him just reflexes. You know what I mean? Man, what, uh, my, <laughs> my fucking ex-wife was like, hey, can you uh, take care of the dog? Because- I just, you, you know, she listens. I just I know, I know. Okay. She was like, "Hey, can you take care of the dog because this?" And I was like, "I'm gonna be honest. I got little kids. Yeah. He, um, I, I brought my son over there when I was when we were freshly getting divorced and shit to get some stuff, and he fucking went straight for him, man. He was ready to fucking bite, and I was like, "Yo, all right, no, I put his ass up, but he's mean as fuck. Yeah. And I was like, I can't take him in. He's gonna be mean to the kids. Yeah." And he's gonna pee. He pees on everything. Yeah, yeah, he's terrible. He Fuck pissed, that dog. That dog's the worst. He pissed my guitar. Fuck that dog. And before I could even touch him, he's like, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, you piece of shit. You fuck. <laughs> I, haven't even, I haven't even started kicking. <laughs> Fuck that dog. He was mean as shit, yeah, man. I've hated that. Had bitch. he been a fucking pit or a rot, we'd be dead. That's a real haunting right <laughs> there. Yo, real, so man. listen, um, terrifying when you're a child a lot of i mean dog everything's scary this kid is 15 and when you're 15 you're still scared of everything but you think that you're hard you think you've grown out of it it's you don't want to show weakness to anybody your Mm -hmm. mom your friends your mom's friends nobody you can't let them see that you're soft well his family goes on a trip to visit other family he doesn't want any part in that bullshit he's 15 he wants to stay home the possibility of seeing a tit might be out there. You know what I mean? Tight. He's going to stick with it. He's going to stay at home. Uh, his grandma. Put her on a snowman. His mom's mom, Sarah Scholes, is at the house. And he stays with her. Dr. Scholes. Yeah, Dr. Scholes. Oh, Scholes is how it's pronounced. Sorry. Oh, okay. it's Well, it's S-C-H-O-L-S. But when I, uh, you know, the the cool thing about when you buy this book is you get the audio book with it. So, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to yeah. do this. Uh, Sarah Scholes. That's his mom's mom. She stays in the house with him. Now, the first weird shit that happens is almost instantaneously. That day, his parents left at night. They wake up. He's out of school, so he's relaxing. He goes into the garden to read a book. It's 1130 in the morning. It's a nice day. He's looking at the flowers. He's reading a book. Waiting for some PB&J. He's doing, yeah, some 1966 shit. He's enjoying himself. You know what I mean? Uh, Occupying his time. Then all of a sudden, when he's reading the book, the back door slams and the shutters of the house shake. Which uh, wouldn't be unusual because all the doors were open. And if a strong wind came through, that would happen. Shutter shake, door slams. No big deal. But, again, it's a beautiful day. There's no weird weather. There's no wind. There's no storm. And uh, he's not so much taken a jar by that. Because if you're, you know, that just happens. Like, you hear a door slam, whatever. You walk inside, and then his grandma asks him if there's a storm coming. What's it like outside? He says, no, it's beautiful outside. There's no wind at all. She said, there's no wind. Well, the house rattled, and the door slammed. Uh, okay. And she says, well, hey, since you're in here, can you make me some tea? He's a good grandson. Philip mm-hmm. says, no problem. He starts making the tea. At the time he's making the tea, his grandma is sewing. Um what he notices that's weird that he's in the house in addition to that slamming and there not actually being any wind, it feels like it's really cold inside. 
Which, you know, old people are always cold. Yeah. So I'm sure she's noticed that away. Turn it uh, down, and Bobby. So, yeah, as he's making the tea, he looks over and he sees dust that looks like snow falling on his grandma. And now, if we were here right now, uh, there's all types of things that could happen in this room. Uh, there's like spackling, yeah. paint, there's shit on the ceiling that, uh, you know, if something fucking hit the roof, there's there's shit that can make all that stuff fall on you. I'd get the fuck out there. Yeah, I mean, I it, wouldn't even hang out with but, you, but, but, yo, yo, it would be weird, right? Yeah. But if I sure. looked up and it was just coming from the ceiling, we could logically figure that out. However, she's sitting in a chair and it's about standing shoulder level so it's like right above her head you know how like when garfield is having the worst day of all time mm-hmm. and it, it's a, just one rain cloud is following him around yeah just that little black cloud it was lightning and rain and shit yeah. like how you normally feel mm-hmm. when you're out in the world and you're having a bad day you're just like friggin 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 ragging where's the lasagna uh that that that's I what's going lasagna. on it, it it's not attached to the ceiling it's just uh no cloud there's just this dust raining on his grandma. It's like as thick as fog. It's coming down, not from the roof. And uh, he asks her if she sees it. And that's when she looks at her shoulders and she's covered in this fucking dust that's come out of nowhere. It's not making sense. And in fact, the more they examine it, it looks like it's coming from the fucking floor up and then back down, but not from the floor. Like it's levitating. There's just this fucking thing around his grandma that's dropping this weird snow type shit on him. But Damn. it's not snow because it's not melting away or anything. There's no explanation to this. My theory is is that this guy that's, that is probably what's haunting this thing, he died in 1090. So you got to think, like, by now his cum is just dust, right? Yeah. He like And also, if you're alive in 1090 and you got hung for being into little girls, you want to do better, yeah. right? But there's nobody that's your age... Well, she's still younger than him. Well, that's what I'm saying. But, yeah. but but he's trying, you know? He probably thinks that that grandma's sexy as fuck. And he's just blowing fucking ghost dust come all over. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's logical. They call it the sex dust table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a fucking... The it's sex making, sander. Making a duvet. <laughs> a duvet. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, they, uh, they, they, they analyze the situation. And as they're looking at each other and trying to figure out they communicate with each other and ask why the fuck is it so cold? And because the door is slammed, there's this dust falling. They think that, all right, we need to get the fuck out of here. Well, luckily for them right across the street, her other daughter is Marie. She's married to Vic. That's his aunt and uncle. They live directly across the street. They go to their house and they get Marie. Vic's at work. They tell Marie, hey, there's some weird shit going on next door. They don't tell her exactly what, except Marie is asking why she's covered in dust. Come. Yeah. Ghost come. That guy just blows confetti. Polterskeet. Yeah, for sure. And they go back over there to try to figure out exactly what's happening. Let's see original fucking uh, recipe for Ruskis Retreats. Oh, yeah, because you know, old people make a real dry rice crispy. They, they don't. They put like mar- margarine instead of butter, but not enough. Yeah. Well, have you ever seen? Man, do you know about old lady pussies falling out? That's a real thing. Why do you know about it? Because my buddy Seth used to work in a nursing home, and this lady's pussy muscle would fall out, and he had to put it back in. What? It's like a weird popsicle. I understand, but pussy muscle. 
There's a pussy, like a sphincter muscle. but Like what a, you do Kegels with? Yeah, that's why you have to do Kegels. So and when, when you, get, you say falls out. It falls out like a long <laughs> cylinder. Like you're going to, listen, you're like, oh man, I gotta, you're getting in a fucking gunfight and you're like, I'm running out of bullets. And you take that old boy, the clip, and you fucking put it in. But what if the clip don't go in? <laughs> what? That's real. And I hate to tell everybody that. <laughs> that's a real, me that. man. So... Oh, man. Like a slinky? Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, my God. A flesh slinky? Man, you ever had a beagle fucking... Uh, a sex slinky? Fucking <laughs> slips the fuck out. Goes down the stairs as the age goes on. You get an airsoft bung? <laughs> you know those fucking glasses that you put on with the fucking springs on that make yeah, the eyes root down? the same shit, brother. Oh, no. Listen, before there was like... Anybody knew <laughs> what a kegel was, you just used to have a beagle fucking... Laugh at your beagle. <laughs> you fucking have a beagle come outside and go, oh, man, I got to do a Kegel. And that's what a Kegel is. All right. Well, it sounds like for no reason in particular, we need to highly recommend to you that you do flex your vagina. Man, please. And it doesn't have nothing to do with sex. Just please let that fucking <laughs> let your beaver rest the right way. Why would he have to put it back in? Because it, if it falls out, I mean, I guess it's got a high risk of infection. Because, I mean, nursing homes have like staff. Oh, my staff. God. Yeah, dude, you just have to fucking slide that on. I, I don't want to be alive past like 40. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I'm 30 right now. I yeah. Got, I got 10 more. Yeah, it's all oh, it's kids bad. I got a bad back. I'm wearing fucking old dad sweatpants. I don't yeah, want you are. I'm fucking ready to go. Okay. Rest in peace. Let's put a gravestone up for Buddy and his slippery fucking pussy that's going to fall out. Anyway, <laughs> Marie comes across the street. So now it's three people. It's Marie. It's grandma and it's fucking, I forgot, Philip in there going back across the street. Are these the Pritchards? Yeah, it's the Pritchard family. And (laughs) it's not fucking, the the snow's not falling anymore. But uh, as once they, uh, once they get into the house, she notices that there's a giant pool of water on the floor that wasn't there before. And they think like, okay, maybe he was making tea. He spilled the pot of tea on the floor, but the pot of tea is perfectly where it had been on the stove before. So there's just this big-ass puddle of water. Marie says, all right, I'll clean it up. She goes to clean it up. It reappears. She gets another towel, soaks it up. It comes back again. She's fucking sweeping it up, and it's coming back every time the puddle oh, moves shit. away. It's like when uh, your fucking girlfriend sees Pete Steele. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't dry it up. Or whenever you come. You know, you never, like... You never have to fucking. What do you? You skeet, but you always have to pee afterwards, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. No, no sometimes no, you so. do. What do you mean? Yeah, sometimes no. you hold it in. That's scary, man. You got something going on with that bag down there. <laughs> what do you mean? That's why you pee forever. Sometimes uh, I fucking. Skeet. I'll have sex and just roll over and go to sleep. Yeah, but do you get up and pee in the middle of the night? Oh, of course, I do that anyway. I yeah, mean, but is it like super pressure? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you gotta... Well, that's because you, like... He skeeted on Grandma. He went in the kitchen or and fucking Or put in your fucking piece into something smaller than your piece and mashing it around for an hour. So it, like, f- compresses your urethra and shit. Until <laughs> it falls the fuck out. <laughs> God damn it. It's like those old stupid ass popsicles they used to have in fucking kindergarten. They're like, here's 25 cents. If you had 25 cents, we'll give you a popsicle. And those old stupid ass, like, 
cheap ass Walmart ones that you just push up that have the same fucking flavor but oh, different yeah. colors. Push ups. Yeah, man. Oh man. Then, oh, here's twenty five cents. That is how a fucking old lady pussy works. <laughs> just an empty push up pop. Dude, people fuck old lady pussies for the pleasure of that. They just want to watch it no. fall out so they can tuck it back in. No, that's a pink sock. That's what. That's you no. Know, that's an asshole. Is a pink sock. Yeah, I know. But there's also fucking different type. Is it purple when it gets old? I mean, we can't. I can't. Stay, it looks look, like a purple popsicle. I was afraid of Shit. ghosts when we started this episode. <laughs> this is about a poltergeist. What you're saying is way worse. Yeah, man. And you keep bringing it up. It's a porker heist. Uh, it's a ghost up. that fucking pulls out the fucking. <laughs> shut up. Cylinder. Just shut the fuck up. I wish, man. I wish this was <laughs> real, but it is. And I'm sorry. All right, man. Can Can you do me a favor? Maybe. And not bring this up again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pull it up in the car show pictures. That's fine, but don't do it in the podcast, all right? Uh, so, the floor keeps wetting it up like you're fucking, you know, in a clockwork orange, they pry his eyes open. Uh, it's like uh, that, but you're a girl or a sexy gay man, and they just keep flashing images of Pete yeah. Steele in front of you. Gotta you know get that saying? fucking sex eyelash out. <laughs> it's like... Uh, and, and and they get so disturbed. This all happens fast, too. Like, everything I'm about to tell you, I'll tell you when the day changes. This is all the same day. The, fucking, again, this started at 1130. Um, she, she wants to pull the linoleum up to see why water's coming in, which kind of makes sense because they had just bought the house. And if you, you know... You don't want to get mold and fucking your wood damaged and shit. If there's like water, if there's a pipe broken and it keeps leaking up and fucks shit up, you don't you don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> what is so funny? You're fucking drunk. You're ruining another podcast because yeah, you're yeah, hammer yeah, drunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just uh, wood, just fucking get mad at being wet. Fucking it's leaking. You know, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want to bring it back up, but we know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, so they pull the linoleum up. And there's no moisture underneath the linoleum where the wood is. It's not soaked through. It's not coming up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's not coming through the ground. Um, so they call a neighbor over. Uh, they they say, hey, listen, is anything going on in your apartment? <laughs> Are you going to just... Can you stop? Is there a way... That you can move on from this. <laughs> He's gonna fucking if it's not right. coming from the ground, where's it coming from? <laughs> the top? Shut the fuck up. The top of the <laughs> Yeah, we know. Pussies fall apart. We get it. I don't know if they fall apart, but they just get more structured. Hey, man. Can you stop? I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. God damn it. Back to the fucking agenda at hand. The neighbor comes over. He sees the puddle. Tries to dry it off. Sees it come back. His idea is to turn the water off to the everything in the kitchen. So he gets underneath the sink where there's the knobs. He turns the knobs and he cuts the water off so there's no way that any water could be getting into the kitchen. However, the puddle keeps showing up. So the neighbor tells them that they need to call the city water department because if there is a leak, they'll be able to find it. They don't want to get charged for the extra water coming out. And if there's damage to the house, they need to find it right away and take care of it. So the city water employee comes by. It takes him about two hours to get there. He goes through underneath the house, checks the pipes. Everything is fine. There's no leaky pipes. There's no water coming anywhere. They show the guy the puddle. The guy confirms. And uh, also, you know, a, a good thing about the book that I read with Colin Wilson is he was able to go back and interview 
everyone involved. That's why this is the most credible fucking ghost story of all time, which is why I wanted to do for spooky season is find something. There's like viable evidence behind this. You know what I'm saying? And when I say viable evidence, it's still firsthand accounts of shit. But it's, it's like, there's so many people involved. You can't tell a lie that travels through that many people the same way. Everyone is confirming that they're seeing this puddle, drying the puddle up. It keeps coming the fuck back. And there's no source for it whatsoever. When the city employee can't explain it, he says there's nothing he can do about it. And uh, at that time, the fucking powder starts blowing in as well. Again, there's no one there over the chair. Here comes the fucking dust storm. The city employee is like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm not hanging around for this. Uh, The grandma looks at the dust and says, stop. And it does. Mm -hmm. However... They've got a tea dispenser, which what it sounded like to me or looked like, because I fucking read it, is like a soda fountain. Yeah. You know, um, like not the one where you take your cup and it's got the lever that you push the cup against, but the one where you set your cup down and you push a button on the machine mm-hmm. that's a, then and it fills it up that way. Uh, there, so there's a button on the tea dispenser and, the, and it's above the sink. So like if you want to get tea, you would push the button, the tea would come out into your cup. And then if there was a leak or anything, it would go into the sink. It seems pretty smart for the time. Um, So they are noticing a leaking noise. And they look to see, like, oh, maybe this is where the large come. But no, they notice that the tea dispenser is depleting. And at the same time, they see the button is pressed in. Mm -hmm. And so they think maybe somebody pushed it and it got stuck. And when they look at it, the button depresses. And the tea's not leaking out anymore. Then it does it again. Stops. Does it again. Stops. Does it again. Stops. So flat. it looks like somebody is pushing it, playing with it, doing it. And grandma looks at Philip and yells, stop it. Philip says, I can't. I'm not doing it. As soon as he says that, there's a crash in the hallway, which is leading up the stairs. They look into the hallway. The light that was off turns itself on which is convenient because now they can see what the fuck's going on. Uh, there's a plant at the bottom of the stairs in the hallway. The plant is now out of its pot laying on the stairs. No dirt. So like if you think about if you took a plant, you turned it upside down, it fell out of the pot, dirt would be fucking everywhere. Yeah. It's intact. It's like it was perfectly pulled out and placed on the stairs. The pot is not there as they keep surveying. It's on the top of the stairs, not broken. It sounded like they heard something break, like a crash upstairs. Yeah. Nope. Just the pot is sitting fine upstairs. The plant's out of the pot and the light is on. Now, this is, uh, I, I kind of got off track talking about ghosts and poltergeists before. Uh, I'm not a fucking scientist. I'm not a paranormal expert. Uh, but it seems like one of the things that's different between like a ghost and a poltergeist is like a ghost seems like you'll see a figure, you'll see the ghost, and it'll just be moving around aimlessly or showing up like looking over your bed or some shit mm-hmm. but a poltergeist likes to play a joke yeah. it likes to fuck with you it likes to get a rise out of you it likes to get attention and it seems like uh a lot of times a poltergeist it's like a, a well-natured fun you know what i mean yeah like you can learn to live with it it's annoying but they're just doing shit that's like it was if we died and we're able to fucking come back and fuck with some shit for sure we would just steal beers you know what i mean we'd steal beers we would uh, jack off. 
We would do that. <laughs> it's like uh, throw what, some tits on the fucking snowman. Yeah, out front. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what's that? Uh, what's that sexy ghost? An ink succubus. Yeah. Where it's like a lady that comes around and. Uh, what if it, there was a thing called a cuckubus where let you get like that a, wet stuff? Where it was like, oh, you your husband died, but it was like talking to you, and you're like, get up and fuck my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're old, like she's, you don't want you to pound her, but I watch, and then uh, then you're like, oh, there's ectoplasm everywhere in the corner of the room <laughs> where the chair sits, and then you're like, uh, that's the cuckubus. Yeah, he just like votes for Obama. Yeah, he's like he. I'm being real passive. <laughs> Isn't that like the narrative is that fucking cucks vote for liberals? I guess. I don't fucking know. Well, I I, I knew what a cuckold was because I've watched porn. For oh, forever. yeah, yeah. That's been like funny. I knew what it was. But when they, they started calling people cucks like on the Internet. So I, I is that what it means still? Yes. But currently? beware the FedEx guy. There's an old FedEx guy. Who looks like he's on chips. <laughs> that dude is down for you to pound his wife. And he will invite you to Florida. Well, like in town here? Dude, my wife. Hey, you know what? You're the second person that's brought this up. No, my grandpa told me. Somebody at the gym was talking about this shit. My grandpa told me. (laughs) My grandpa told me about this guy a long time ago. He works for FedEx. Dude, Joe Bill knows him. Oh, definitely. Go ahead. He's been around forever. Yeah. And, and so he like does this thing. He's like, come on over to my house and I want you to fuck my wife. Like He does that whole thing. Uh, my grandpa told me about that. Did, well, he tell, did he say Sam, that to your grandpa? Sam, my wife, is yeah. working at fucking Spencer's and he comes in and he's like, I'll pay, I'll pay a ticket for you to come over to Florida. Come over to Florida. And uh, uh, Can you just come on we, over to Florida? <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a condo. Yeah. And we just have wild, weird sex parties. <laughs> I like to wa- He's like, I like to watch my wife get fucked by big rods. Big rods? And he was like, and I'd like just to watch women in general get fucked by big rods. If you want to come on over. I'll big rods sounds like a tow truck driver. <laughs> like uh like, ah, oh, fuck, man, we're stuck out here. We're going to call Big Rod to get us out. Captain of the football team, 1986, <laughs> yeah, Big Rod. Big fucking Rod, man. Hey, yeah, he drives a town tow truck. Uh, hey, Guadney Chevrolet here. Yeah. Uh, this guy is late on his payments. We got to grab this shit back. Uh, look, Big Rod, we need you to <laughs> repo in another one for us. Like, yeah, Big Rod's the guy for the job because no one's messing with him. He'll get the repo done with yeah. no problems. The old... Poker guys is another one. <laughs> he likes to fuck. So anyway, uh, what about the FedEx guy? Fucking, he just uh, he, oh, just, he just he just shit remind you. Hey, I was in Popeyes what? one time and and <laughs> listen, he was there with his wife and he was trying to get. The, this has nothing to do with race at all. But there was this big black dude who was standing behind. He's like, Geez. oh, cuck holding has a lot to do with it. Race. Does man? Let's be let's be real uh, honest yeah. here. <laughs> he goes, he goes. My wife is mad at me because I ordered the wrong thing. And I was like, what? Oh, you know, we're sitting there and I'm like, this is weird. And he's like, listen, guys, I got to make it up to her. Make sure you bring some honey with that biscuit. And then he's like, oh, and you're like, what the fuck is going on right now? And this black guy goes, yeah. you want me to fuck your wife? Right? No. <laughs> right dude. You were there? I was there right over the counter, man. And I go, hey, well. I just want to make my food order and get the fuck home because he looks so he looks like he used to be an unshaped dude. Yeah, like he. Yes. Hey. He, so, okay. He has me, he has a fucking mail like the mail order like. Let me tell you. He looks like a guy that delivers mail. He's got the shorts. Yeah. He's got Cat, the big calves. But also, man, Los Angeles, nineteen seventy, whatever, whatever 
Chips was around. They had the yeah. same uniform. Yeah. And so it was like that whole, like, it's just like he's old and wrinkly, but he's still kind of in shape. Yeah. He's like a Ned Permy, but straight. <laughs> That's a local weatherman. Dude, listen. Weird times. So what's, what's super funny about that is, uh, uh, like, a few weeks ago, that guy was, like, taking, there's a liquor store next door to where yeah. we lift weights at. Uh, the guy that owns the gym we lift weights at is, like, an old school power lifter. His yeah. name is literally Joe Bill. Literally. I, that's his first name. Joe first Bill Morton. Name. I don't know if I should throw his full name out there. He's the coolest dude. He's, He's cool. If you a, call that gym, he will give you a ride of your life. He's, <laughs> 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 He's got an ape drape. Uh, he fucking rips, dude. He He's, rules. A, He's the coolest. He's, He's cool, crazy. Uh, so anyway, like that guy goes into the liquor store with a package and also comes out with beer. And he is like, uh-huh. Uh, he's always been like that. And I was like, oh, yeah. He was like, yeah, he's probably going to drink that 12-pack in the truck. I was like, that's wild. And he was like, oh, that ain't wild, brother. Let me tell you what's wild is that that guy invites a lot of people. And I mean a lot of people over to his house to have sex with his wife. And let me tell you something else, brother. He does. A lot of people go over to his house and a lot of people do have sex with his wife. But here's the thing is that he likes it. He likes to watch. He likes to get drunk and watch people come to his house and have sex with his wife. It's like, yeah, I gathered that. <laughs> That's so funny. That's fucked up, man. Joe was like, he, he used to come in here and lift weights with us now. And he was strong. And he worked hard. Oh, he was strong. <laughs> but uh, let me tell you something. And he every, could walk fast. And let me tell you something. Every time I had a new black guy come and sign up, first thing that happened is he would he would get friends with him. I wonder if and, he, and Joe Bill was like, I thought he was just real cool, man. I thought that he, because I'm talking about the early 80s in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Yeah. It, 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 you know, he's like, I was one of the only people that didn't care about race or nothing. If you were strong and you want to come in here, it doesn't matter to me what you're like. But a lot of people in this town, Southern Arkansas, are weird. But not him. And I just thought he was real cool. But it turns out. He's real weird. That he like he's weird. He likes him to come to his house and have sex with his damn Man. wife. And he was like. <laughs> with his damn wife. <laughs> oh, my God. And he God. does, man. Uh, I know. Listen, <laughs> I fucking know it, It's dude. pretty bad when he's like, hey. Uh, a know? lot of times when you tell me something, I take it with a grain of salt. But this yeah. is like, I already heard about this shit dude. from somebody the fuck else. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he, I can just tell he's like, you hungry? He's like, yeah, let's go to Popeye's. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He's oh, looking, fuck. man. That's fucked up. Yo, so anyway. Uh, I'm fucking empty this fucking <laughs> stupid bag out. Uh, yeah, ghosts love to play a joke, man. That's what they're into. Uh, yeah, and you know, I'm sure that that is terrifying. Seeing a pot get fucking moved around, a plant falling apart. But I got to tell you, it's way better than somebody jacking some dust onto your grandma. I mean, if someone it's died and is horned for your grandma, there's problems. Uh, and then once they look at it and his grandma starts to ask him a question before the words can even come out, one kitchen cabinet, just one, starts what they call vibrating. It starts violently, rapidly shaking where it sounds like all the contents inside are in a dishwasher, but there's no water. It's just kicking, 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 and the, the door pops open. Uh, Philip, for a 15-year-old, has got big swinging nuts because what he does 
instead of running away, he runs to the cabinet and grabs it. And the shaking immediately stops. And then another crash happens upstairs. And it gets cold as fuck in the house again. Uh, And if you know anything about ghosts or any paranormal activity, they love the cold. Uh, Even when we were talking about alien shit on this podcast before, there's something about when something non-human or previously human makes contact with humans, the temperature gets cold. I guess they just like to crank the fucking air conditioner it must be hot where they're at. I don't know the circumstances, but that's what happens. It gets cold as fuck. Every time you hear anybody, even if it sounds like bullshit, talk about a haunting, it's always cold-ass weather. That's what happens. Uh, so they get freaked the fuck out. They go back to their other ghost buddy, Marie Kelly's house. Uh, Marie rushes back over because she's already freaked out about what's been going on all day. She sees the cabinets vibrating. Um her first inclination is that, hey, maybe all this weird shit's happening because one of the neighbors is doing something. Maybe they're fucking hanging a picture or using a jackhammer or have a real strong vibrator going on. Something is happening next door. Again, these are similar to apartments. I mean, there are houses that are attached to each other, but the wall that the cabinet is on it's not a wall that's adjoined to anything else. It, it Again, the kitchen where the back door is, is facing a garden where he got freaked out in the first place. So it's not touching another wall to another place, but that's still a very logical thing to think about is that all, the, all this crazy shit's going on and now your cabinet's vibrating. Perhaps the neighbors are fucking. So they go to look into it. Um, they, they go to both neighbors' houses both the neighbors say, man, we thought that you were doing that shit. There's a lot of shit shaking up here. So we figured it's just you. And then they think like, maybe it's an earthquake. Like I, there's nothing logical to explain this. And at this time we've gotten to where it's like nine 30 at night. So they decide that shit in the house is too fucked up to stay there. Uh, both Philip and his grandma, Mrs. Skull decide to go to Marie Kelly's house, which is essentially across the street. They go over there, they go to bed. Um, When they are about to go to bed, they're talking to Marie. Her husband, Vic, is now home. Uh, What Vic assumes is some pretty normal shit and that somebody has broken into the house and is fucking around. You know what I mean? Um, So he calls the cops, which like, if there's a ghost in my house and I want it out for sure, I'm going to call the cops and be like, Hey, there's an unarmed black man in my house. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get this shit dead. Like I, there's a dog. All right. I want you to come in and shoot my dog. And cops love all that shit. So they're coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're but then coming. really, it's like a scene of like coke hold. So the cops, God, the cops show up. I'm sure people are like watch their home pets fuck their wife. Yeah, that's got to be real. Yeah, for sure. Come on in, German Shepherd. <laughs> fuck my wife till her pussy looks like a leopard. Man, shut up, God! You've taken it too far. Listen, the, the fucking cops show up. Vic and Marie go with the police. That sounds like a Lucero song. Shut up. Vic and Marie go with the police. (laughs) 
Philip and his grandma are already in bed. Cops go, Philip and Marie go, which seems weird too. Like, why the fuck would cops take anyone into the house so if they assume that there's an intruder? Search everything, can't find anything. The cops see the puddle, the cops see the cabinet shaking, but there's nothing there for the cops to put the fucking blame onto. So, all that can happen is that Vic and Marie have to go back to their house, try to sort out exactly what's going on with the family that's there. Now, again, the entire family is gone right now, mm-hmm. except for Philip and the grandma. When they return home, they tell them everything that's happened, and it's confirmed by Vic and Marie. Now, the way that Vic sounds to me, and the way that Marie sounds to me, when they didn't go into it with any thoughts of there being anything supernatural. That's not what they were told. They didn't run over and say, hey, there's a ghost in the house. They just came and said, hey, there's some weird shit going on. Can you come check it out to verify or help? And they've both been sprung on this crazy happening. Neither one of them are like, believe in ghosts. They're casually religious, but they're not zealots. They don't think that the devil will manifest into a house or any shit like that. But they have seen it happen with their own eyes, and they don't have a logical explanation for it at this point. But they relay all the information to the family. Um, You know, they tell... Once everyone gets back, they tell uh, the fucking parents first, like, hey, you guys need to know that in your fucking house, Joe and Jean, we got a problem. This new house you bought, it's got some crazy shit going on. And they hear it, but nothing happens. Uh, Diane's a 12-year-old daughter at the time. She says that she has been seeing weird things since they got there. But she was afraid to say anything because it sounded crazy. They hear her word, but again, they don't see anything happen. So, two years goes by. Now we're in 1968. The room that Diana lives in, they decide they're going to remodel the whole house. And they're going to start with Diana's room. She's 14 now. They hire people... They, so like when you paint, you prepare the room, you put all the tape down, you get your equipment in there. uh, And then they left for the day. That's all they did that day. That night, everyone's about to settle in and go to bed. When all of a sudden there's a crash. Everyone goes, tries to look to see what the fuck's going on. Don't see anything. And then all of a sudden, all the power to the entire house shuts off. That's never happened before in the history of the house. There's no storm going on. Um, their setup for the electricity is all inside. There's no outdoor switch because it's not, it's old school. You know, it's, you know how now you have like a meter outside where like, if you didn't pay your electric bill, the power company could come along and shut your power off outside. It's not like that. Then uh, the only way to get to the power is inside their house. Underneath the staircase is like a storage closet And in that storage closet, there's breakers. There's all your normal breakers, and there's one main switch that could turn everything off. So they go to see if the breaker kicked. Well, that main switch is turned off, which is really weird. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a breaker. It's a switch. Yeah. 
turn it back on. All the lights come back on. As soon as all the lights come back on, the vibrating in the cabinet comes back. And of course, at that point, Philip is like, see, I told you this is what happened before. I've I've been like this. I'm not crazy. This is it. And so they go and Philip grabs the cabinet again. The vibrating stops. There's another crash upstairs. Everyone runs upstairs. When they get upstairs, they get to the room. Um, Diana and her mom are the first people to arrive. Jean is the mom. That's another that Joe and Jean sound like either one of them could be the mom or dad. Jean's the mom. Joe's the dad. Okay. They rush into the room. Jean and Diana, the first people to get there. Everything in the room is levitating. Damn. All the paintbrushes, everything is up out of whatever it's in. All the furniture's up. The paintbrushes are out of the cup levitating. And as they're staring at it, the father, Joe, and Philip are right behind them. And all of the painting equipment shoots towards Diane and hits her in the chest. And the dad, which is, it's a weird reaction that he has. He's like, why didn't you get out of the way? <laughs> and she looks at him and says, it didn't hurt. Yeah. So it looked like it shot out of a can. It was fast. Yeah. But it didn't hurt her at all. And so once it hits her, everything drops. And they try to start setting everything back up. And then again, all the lights shut out. And that is where we're going to stop this week. What the fuck? Next week, we're going to get into part two. And not unlike a serial killer, I don't know if it's because of the activity they started doing in the house I don't know exactly how poltergeist work, but we're damn sure going to try to figure it out because like a serial killer, it escalates. This yeah. shit gets worse and worse and worse. And again, I told you in the first part of the episode, this is the most violent poltergeist in recorded history. So we're going to okay. f- hear some ill shit on the next episode. Now that this one didn't happen, we yeah. just started talking about pussies falling out of old women, which is much more terrifying than a poltergeist that is to me. Like yeah. man. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, what? Yeah, oh, so... This is our Halloween shit. Uh, I did a fucking shit ass job with Patreon names. We shouted everyone out last time, but you know, remembering our fucking top dogs because uh, paying to put the podcast out is hard, and you guys help out yeah. without a ton. We love you for it. Um, and that's you know, if you if you like what you hear, and you want to kick us uh, even a dollar, it helps a ton. Um, Ten cents. Our big fucking squad: you know, Matt Mess, Ash Rude. Alexander Palomino, mm-hmm. Bobby Henderson, mm-hmm. Lacey Doyle. Yeah. AIDS. Alien Invasion Defense Systems. Ripping Band. Fucking ripping. Ryan Paca. Paca. The crew. You know what I mean? The crew. Uh, we thank you guys so much. We thank all the other patrons. Uh, and if you don't have any money like us, we're fucking broke. We understand that. Absolutely. Uh, some shit you can do for free that helps out a ton. Just get on iTunes. Hits with a five-star review, and if you type something in that, it helps out a ton, too. You can say anything. Somebody said, I laugh so hard at this dumb shit. Somebody put, my pee-pee hurts. <laughs> it's like, it's so funny to me. Yeah, uh, That's to the point. Simple, hilarious. I loved it. Yeah. So, anything. Type it in there. If you made me laugh, I'm with that shit. I like it. I like having a good time. We got to get to the song. It's a band you don't. Well, you say you don't like, but I got a feeling they're okay. I don't hate them. Uh, And when I I always get confused with Acid King is the problem. Okay. Oh yeah, our song this week is Acid Witch. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. All right. No, no, no. Acid Witch is pretty good, but there's that band Acid King. Yeah. Well, I think that because there's Acid Bath, there's Acid King, there's Acid Witch. Relax with that shit. Acid whatever. 
But if you like Temple of Void. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same people, right? Yeah. If you like uh, um, shit piss. Shit. Shit fucker. Shit fucker. Yeah. It's the same members. It's just like campy Halloween death doom, which is cool, man. Keyboards, whatever. Yeah, in 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 fall... In fall season. I like a keyboard, man. Yeah. Because I've been listening to Typo Negative, of course. Yeah. And I've been listening to Woods of Ypres. Ypres. Do Ypres? I don't fucking know. Ypres, yeah. Ypres. I don't care. I'm a nerd. Uh, let me tell you, I've uh, gone rounds on the internet because I like Woods of Ypres. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's, there's the uh, the one before the last one, the green one. Yeah. That's, That's a, the best one now. Fucking hell of a record. But let me say this to you. That guy's an incel. Uh, probably, yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Because, look, every song is about how lonely he is, how this woman won't be with him. He continuously threatens to kill himself, which he does do, Yeah. Uh, over this woman. And, and his then, mom like, also, like, fucking accepted a reward, of, like a Canadian music award on his behalf. So you're an incel. He's an incel. <laughs> My God. Yo. Having sex. Shit. Cured. Scum. Having sex. Uh, drink it. Idiot, having sex is cool, you know, you know, but uh, not cool enough to make women feel uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Re- yeah. Respect people. You, somebody will fuck you someday. All right. Yeah. Relax, guy. Don't throw yourself in front of a car. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. So, yeah, I'm with that spooky shit. You know what I'm saying? That spooky doom. Um, of course, our fucking, you know, friends and Paul Bear are the fucking kings yeah. of the genre. Have you listened to the, the latest Druid Lord? No. And I would not. <laughs> mm. you're, you're an idiot. Yeah, that's fine. It's good. You can call me whatever you want, but... <laughs> you know, you're wrong, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I am. It's good. Okay. You're going to come back next week. You know what? I'm going to try <laughs> You're going to come back and yeah, go, yeah, right. it's good. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'll stick with typo negative. You like autopsies, deep shit? Uh, nah, that's not my favorite. Okay. You like uh, fucking anything with keyboards and doom? Like what? Uh, I mean, typo negative. negative. Yeah. Do they sound like typo negative? No. Then why? It's good, man. It's good. <laughs> it's called Druid Lord. It's cool. No. There's a sample where it's like I've been practicing the fucking black arts for a long time. Now I get to confront the devil, and then it comes up with this cool goddamn riff. It's cool, man. It's cool. Is a riff like It's nothing like weird. Yeah, that doesn't sound like weird. But hey, listen. Um Thank you guys. We love you. Just for listening. That's enough. Uh you know, thank you a ton. We love you. Uh, episode two, Black Monday Pond Frack. That's our Halloween episode. We're going to record it in my fucking camper on Sunday. So camper. Well, ha- I'm trying to have it out by Halloween. Is what it's I'm campy it. you time. Know what I mean, because uh, it's spooky season and we're spooky boys. So we yeah. owe it to you to have it out. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Have a fucking great Halloween. It's going to be sweet. Man. Have a good time, man. Uh, whatever you're into, you know, if you got kids. Fucking t- let look. This shit is like fuck Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Take them out. Have the most fun you could possibly have. Hey, last Love year this guy was handing out fucking stupid ass fucking Bible verses for Halloween. My stepson goes, "What is this?" And he goes, "A Bible verse." He goes, "No candy." And he goes, "No." He goes, "This sucks," and kicks dirt <laughs> on him. <so. laughs> That's what kids want, man. Yeah, it's candy. Get candy. Just be cool, man. Dress have up. A, have fucking candy. fun. Uh, embrace it. Go over the top. 
You know what I mean? Enjoy Halloween. Enjoy each other. Uh, and thanks for enjoying us. And we'll see you probably early next week. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get it out by Halloween. I think it's going to be fun like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's get spooky. <sighs> All right. See you guys. Hail Satan.